Welcome to the Commercial Real Estate Show, your source for insightful analysis and enlightening discussions. I'm Michael Bull, your host to the world of commercial real estate. Thanks for joining us today. Well, in the show each week, I end the show with a tagline, lead, learn, and laugh. Lead, well, I think we all benefit by leading people in the right direction. Laugh, we've got to have fun, don't we? And then learn. I think it's really important that we're always learning, and that's what our show is about today. Today, we're going to discuss the top college real estate programs in the U.S. Please welcome my first guest. It's Karen Gibbler. She's a Ph.D., which she received at Georgia State, and she's director of the real estate department's bachelor and master degree program at Georgia State University. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Michael. Well, we appreciate it. So tell us about the real estate department at GSU. Well, GSU recently celebrated its 100th birthday, and we have been a part of GSU for more than 50 years. We think of ourselves as a full-service real estate department, offering everything from bachelor's to master of science through PhD program, preparing the next professors and researchers for the industry. That's great. And how big is the real estate department there? Well, in terms of enrollment, we believe in quality over quantity. And so we at times even limit our enrollment and currently we have around 100 150 bachelor's students we're starting a brand new master of science in real estate program coming up in january and we're hoping to limit that to only about 30 40 students but currently we have over 60 applicants for the january program and we take up to five to ten phd students each year okay excellent and tell us a little bit more about the program there at uh, gsu you know what makes it unique or, or different well, we're a standalone real estate department, so we can offer courses across the range of real estate subjects, not just real estate finance or real estate development. We offer courses in corporate real estate management, market analysis, investment analysis. I think another unique thing about our program is because of our history and where we're located in Atlanta, we offer one of the most diverse set of, of student body throughout our program and as potential employees to the market. Uh, Another interesting thing we do is we as faculty are very involved in different parts of the real estate industry. For example, one of my focus is on international. I do research in Finland, Korea, uh, Spain, and now I'm even a visiting professor at uh, Witts University in South Africa. And so we, we, we practice what we preach in terms of uh, getting involved on an international level and, and out with industry. Okay. And do you have a lot of students that are in the business world that are maybe in the commercial real estate industry in some way uh, already? Especially in our master's program. Mm -hmm. uh, bachelor's programs, we're, we're more traditional these days. Mm -hmm. We have young people just 21, 22 graduating. But on the master's level especially, we have people that have been in the real estate industry anywhere from one to five years. Uh, maybe they're they're earlier degree was in another area or maybe they started in residential real estate and wanted to get into commercial real estate so they've they've come back to us okay and do you have specific training available and things like Argus and, and communications and yeah on our bachelor's degree level we emphasize sort of the basic skills of Excel financial calculators and we have a heavy emphasis on communication because we've heard from our employers that many uh, young people today are very good at using their uh, cell phone sending uh, abbreviated text messages but maybe not so good at writing a formal report or making a formal presentation so we have two courses uh, considered writing intensive inside the real estate curriculum. 
Uh, on the master's level, we have Argus DCF certification. Uh, it's also CCIM fast track candidacy for our students that finish the, the master's program. And we have a good relationship with the COSTAR university program so we can ac have access to their data for our students. Uh, that's fantastic because you know I wonder about that as well because in real estate it does come down to personal meetings and, and meeting with people one-on-one -on -one and communicating whether it's doing a, a presentation to, to a group or a small group or to an individual you do have to get face to face. Yeah, and in our revised master's program, we're putting in electives in negotiation and in leadership. And so we're going to have the students trained in negotiation while they're at the university. Well, great. Well, we hope we get a lot of them at, at our shop here okay. in Atlanta. Uh, what areas of expertise uh, might GSU uh, alumni be uh, known for, the school be known for producing? Well, again, we're, we're quite broad. So we have leaders in, in brokerage and in finance and investments. Uh, again, we don't like to say that we only prepare students for one particular area. Uh, of course, we have some very strong supporters out of our program in, in the local community through mm -hmm. people like uh, Richard Bowers mm -hmm. and John Cowart and, and Jeff Warwick and others. Uh, that, but again, they, they represent a very broad spectrum of our real estate community. I love Richard, uh, the way he's old school, knocking on doors and getting business done. Yes, yes. He's a, he's a strong, uh, not only uh, in-person supporter, but financial supporter for us. That's fantastic. And how can people in the real estate industry work with GSU? Well, as I, as I mentioned, we're really happy when we have financial supporters, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, but as we revise our curriculum for the new master's program, we've had several volunteers come in to work with us to revise the courses to make them more uh, up-to-date and business-oriented. We've got some volunteers from the professional groups from Cornet uh, coming in and helping us with the corporate real estate program. Uh, they can also get involved through professional groups like U-Crew, through Crew, it offers a U-Crew program. Each year they offer a one-day program to help our students prepare for job interviews and for uh, career paths in real estate. Uh, we have an online service through our career services uh, program, Robinson Career Connection, where employers can connect with our students online, see resumes for students for internships and for um, permanent positions. Uh, we take people on to mentor our current students and as guest speakers and we even use your videos in our classroom all right now, excellent and uh, while I have you here in studio one uh, in Atlanta you know you write about housing preferences and, and senior housing you know what might surprise people about the senior housing industry today well I think one thing that might surprise them is how well it's done uh, coming out of the recession because uh, people were very concerned in the senior industry that if uh, people couldn't sell their their traditional family home, how are they going to move into any type of senior housing and with the slow housing sales? But senior housing instead saw fairly stable occupancies and actually rising rents during the recession. So I think that might surprise people. Another thing I think is an interesting thing that I, I just heard recently on the radio was that um, we're curious what's going to happen that uh, there are a lot of people entering retirement that still have student debt which again we don't we consider ourselves uh, very fairly priced so i hope they're not our graduates <laughs> uh, but uh, we're wondering what that's going to do to people's plans for housing in into their retirement years if they still have student housing assistant student debt that they might uh, default on is, is the concern oh that's interesting well let's talk about new homes and, and residential purchases you know do you feel that the the slow pace uh, that's been kind of slow to grow of new home buyers is that driven by less appeal for people to own a home like you know is the rose off the bloom or is it more driven by economics 
Well, I went to my students for this, being that they are, again, in this age group that seems to be delaying buying houses, and ask them, is this now a financial decision for you or a lifestyle decision for you that, you want to, that you're renting and not owning? And they all tell me in my class that it is a lifestyle choice. However, most of my class is not married and doesn't have children, and so I think that could be a big component of it. Uh, there's been a demographic shift in the U.S. and many more people remaining single longer. And so I think when you're dealing with people with one income and single, they're just slower to choose to buy a house and make that sort of long-term permanent investment. Okay, so it's not they're, they're not telling you that, no, they've seen uh, the battle scars of people owning homes in the recession, and that's not that, that's not they're not saying that no they're just saying they're trying to make a smart financial decision as a part of their portfolio they're considering residential so you know i think they're very very good students that they've learned that in our program <laughs> that's great that's very good well can you give a a, a tip for recent graduates uh, you know about what to expect moving into the work world today well one thing is if they're coming out now they're coming out at a good time because uh, as the economy recovers, I know we're getting many phone calls and emails from our alums and other employers in the market looking for graduates who can hit the ground running. And as business picks up, they don't have time for training and that sort of thing. They want students who contribute from day one. And so my tip is that they be prepared with as many of these skills we've been talking about, again, whether it's financial skills, computer skills, communication skills, so that they can walk in the door and be a productive member of the team from, from, the, from the moment they come in, as opposed to expecting that it's going to be a slow start. I think everybody's just throwing them in and wanting them to get started. Well, that's a good point. I was a guest speaker at a, at a college one night, and I noticed that 80% of the students didn't seem to care what they were learning, and 10% did, and I think they want to really pay attention when they're in the class so they can add value when they get into the work world. Well, Karen, thanks for joining us today. We appreciate you being with us. Thank you for having me here. Well, stay tuned. We'll have more on top college real estate programs. I'm Michael Ball. This is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. The Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you in part by your friends at Bull Realty. When your business requires proven performance, visit bullrealty.com or call 800-408-BULL. Welcome back to the Commercial Real Estate Show. I'm Michael Bull. Thanks for being with us. Well, today we're talking about top college real estate programs. Please welcome my next guest, Rosemary Scanlon. She is dean of New York University Shack Institute of Real Estate. Rosemary, thanks for joining us today. My pleasure, Michael. Well, you know the the getting an education in commercial real estate is so important, and it seems like some people forget about that that they want to get into the uh, industry. and And uh, NYU is is well known for your real estate department there. Tell us about uh, the real estate department, and uh, you know what's what's different about NYU. Well, first of all, we are a standalone real estate institute. We do not belong to a business program or MBA program or an architectural program. And we were founded that way oh, 45 years ago, first by real estate developers, particularly Larry Silverstein. And the master's program was carved out about 27 years ago by Glenn Refrano and Larry Silverstein. So that makes us pretty unique. It was the, the industry said, 
we must have formal training. And so the curriculum was developed along that line. And how big is the real estate department there? Well, this year, I read, we just started last week, I have a total of 630 graduate students wow. in three different master's programs. This is at the graduate level. And we have a new undergraduate program just begun a year ago. So I have, I think, 18 sophomores this year and 26 in the new freshman class. We'll build steadily but slowly in the, in the undergraduate. And again, that's a standalone program. Okay. And tell us about a few of the programs that you offer there. Well, at the graduate level, we have three master's programs. The, the long-standing one is the master's in real estate, and there one, the, the big uh, concentration is finance and investment in real estate or asset management, portfolio management in real estate. We then have a construction management master's, and our newest, going into its fifth year now, is a real estate development, a master's that has concentrations in development, in sustainable development, and in global real estate development. Yeah, that's interesting. So tell us a little bit more about the global development uh, program. This one is this is quite new. We've, uh, we launched it fully last year. Uh, we have uh, uh, quite now quite a few students, or at least, uh, you know, a, a nice uh, do, even dozen or I think heading towards two dozen uh, specializing in that masters and they look at issues how uh, New York is a global real estate center but also looking ab ab abroad and overseas at what is happening in London in Europe particularly in China other Southeast Asia and and which complements uh, I think our global emphasis is that our entire program, all three master's programs, are attracting students from around the world. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, uh, it is a global environment these days. And, and tell us about uh, your alumni and uh, people in the business world. How might they work with NYU? Uh... Right. At this point, we have about 3,500 alumni from Shackerbrook, scattered around the New York area, around the United States, and around the globe. Uh, we, we try and stay in touch with them closely. We do some international study tours for our students. We tie in with our graduates, our alumni, where we find them, say, in Shanghai or Hong Kong or Singapore or London. And uh, so, so the alumni are very important to us. Then, from the industry itself, I have an advisory board of about 80 people from the industry who you know, regularly give me advice and, and counsel on what, what is going on in the industry. And then thirdly, we do two large conferences here in New York. In the fall, we do a conference on capital markets, and we bring in about 650 people for that conference, and some from around the world uh, attend. Uh, springtime, we do a big conference on real estate investment trusts, REITs as they are called. And again, that's a very large conference. All, last year, also 650. So that keeps us tied in with, with the, the leaders in the industry who come as speakers uh, to these conferences and, uh, and therefore become associated with us. So those are great so, conferences. Are, are those open to uh, other professionals? Uh, can they attend? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. All right, that's it's great. Open 
open to our and well, obviously our and and to some degree our, our students uh, maybe 150 to 200 of that attendance will be our students. The rest are supposed to be in class at that point. <laughs> so, That's right. Uh, but it's a great resource. Well, what would you say that NYU is most known for in the industry? Well, the, you, in, you, you mean specifically in the real estate industry. Right. For, you know, is it known for, pulling, for producing great developers, uh, you know, uh, or, or what? Well, I think that we're known first because of our longtime affiliation with leaders in the industry. I mentioned Larry, Larry Silverstein particularly, uh, since I think we're here because of his vision 40 years ago. And so, so the, the industry knows that this is a, uh, an institute that grows out of the industry and the need for it. And also the fact, too, that we have many of our Shack graduates working for the leading industry uh, companies, whether they're on the finance and investment side or whether they are on the development side. So I think that that also makes it uh, unique. And, and again, as I mentioned earlier, the fact that we are standalone. This is a real estate master's program, or the same will be true for our new undergraduate uh, students. Okay. Uh, the, They'll have maybe one or two business courses in the undergraduate level, but they're, they'll be well-educated on liberal arts and core science courses, and then they'll move into real estate development so and real estate finance. Okay. Now, so while, I think and that while, makes us unique. Sorry. And while I have you, I, I want to ask you, I know you speak in, in other countries uh, around the world, and you have a background as an economist. What do people think about the U.S.? What is their perspective of U.S. and U.S. real estate when you're speaking in places like Australia and Asia and Europe? Well, I would say in the earlier years of the, say, the 2000 decade or even in the late 1990s, then the interest was on the type of economy that New York had and with our emphasis on large professional business services and, and, and also the, the very strong hospitality industry and arts and culture industry in New York and how that was reflected in the, the type of mixed-use development that was coming along. <clears throat> Clearly in the 2000s the, as we, you know, as the city moved into the redevelopment of the World Trade Center, and now into the development of the very large programs, for example, the Hudson Yards, the West Side development, which has been billed as the largest in the country, or in downtown Brooklyn, at the Atlantic Yards Center, the city has now recovered sufficiently to move into the development of these mega projects. And that's what I'm finding now that, that draws interest from businesses around the world or from our students coming in from other countries to study in New York. Well, that makes sense. Isn't New York such a major market and such a global market? Well, Rosemary Scanlon, thanks for joining us today. We appreciate you coming in on Skype and talking to us. Right. My pleasure, Michael. Well, stay tuned. We'll have more on the top college real estate programs in just a moment. I'm Michael Bull. This is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. The Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you in part by Florida International University. With FIU's Fast Track system, you can earn your master's in real estate in just 10 months without interrupting your career. Visit FIUonline.com to learn more. That's FIUonline.com. 
Com. Welcome back. I'm Michael Ball, and this is the Commercial Real Estate Show. Well, today we're discussing top college real estate programs. Please welcome my next guest, Suzanne Cannon. She's chairman of the Department of Real Estate at DePaul University. She's also Douglas and Cynthia Crocker, endowed director of the Real Estate Center. Suzanne, thanks for joining us today. Thanks. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, we appreciate uh, you being on Skype with us today. And, and tell us a little bit about the real estate department there at DePaul. Well, we like to say, and it does have the benefit of being true, that we've mm-hmm. been teaching real estate here for over 100 years. But it wasn't until 2002 that we developed a real estate program and we started with the Real Estate Center. I think that's one of the things that distinguishes us is our very strong connection to Chicago and the real estate community in Chicago. So we actually taught real estate in the Department of Finance, but we set up our center to reach out beyond the academy and into the community. And we began doing things like continuing professional education and seminars and symposia and uh, engaging the real estate community, which has been very generous in funding us, um, as our mentors and intern uh, places where we can send interns and uh, do placement. So the, the whole nexus sort of of the community and the, the college of business here was created really in 2002. All right, that's great, and uh, and founded in 1912, and you're in a great location there, right in uh, Chicago, aren't you? We are. We're right in the heart of the loop uh, at State and Jackson. The the uh, undergraduate degree, of course, is mostly housed up in Lincoln Park, which is about three miles from here, and the kids run back and forth on the L. They get a pass that lets them run back and forth. Um, by the time they're juniors, they're, if they're business school students, they're pretty much taking their classes down here in the loop. And then we're a really big uh, night school program, and um, we have an MBA uh, of course, it's extremely well known. And in the last few years, we, like many other business schools, have um, created Master of Science programs. And we have in real estate a Master of Science of real estate here. And all of our uh, real estate courses in the graduate program are taught at night here in the loop. That's fantastic. And how big is the real estate program there? How many students do you have? Uh, actual majors, undergrads, we've got about 50 grads we've got uh, i think it was 89 last count okay and what advice would you give to a young person considering real estate as a vocation so i I think it's important to distinguish between the two audiences you know students who come here as undergraduates pick depaul and then while they're here they maybe hear about us. We get only a handful of undergrads who are thinking about real estate, and they're nearly always from families that are either uh, developers, brokers, mortgage lenders, so they know a little bit. And it's just this handful. The rest of our undergrads find us while they're here. Our grads, on the other hand, are an entirely different story. They find the program, and from their perspective, it happens to be at DePaul. And so the advice is really quite different. With the undergrads, uh, what I say is do the best you can, and I say this as a mother as well as a professor, to get as much as you can in your quantitative skills 
to get some exposure to history and geography, literature, and to uh, then be prepared to layer on the top of that some uh, knowledge that will help you get that first job in your career, and that may be finance, it may be real estate, I hope it's real estate. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, with my grads, you know, 75% of them are already working in real estate, and most of them are working in real estate in Chicago. We have begun to attract uh, students globally. We have a handful of students from China. Uh, I've had students from Canada and Poland, and I always like to say, and New Jersey, you know, mm -hmm. other places than, uh, than Chicago. But most of our students, 75%, are in the industry and they are coming back for a graduate degree to get ahead in that field. And in their case, um, what I say to them is, let's, let's talk about the direction you want to go and we will focus your coursework around getting you ready for that. Yeah, that's important. We're on the break here, but is there a sector or field of commercial real estate you're most known for? I think if we have a flavor, it's probably institutional real estate because of Chicago. If you think about the major players in the institutional real estate world, they're here. Um, we do offer planning courses. We do offer project management. We do offer sustainability. But in our core, uh, we're getting people ready, I think, for an institutional real estate career. Oh, that's perfect. Well, Suzanne, thanks for joining us today. We sure appreciate you being on the show. I enjoyed chatting with you. Thanks. If you'd like more information, visit DePaul Real Estate online. Well, stay tuned. We'll have more on top college real estate programs. I'm Michael Bull. This is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. The Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you in part by France Media. France Media provides exposure to the world of commercial real estate. Visit francemediainc.com or call 404-832-832. 8262. Welcome back. I'm Michael Ball, and this is the Commercial Real Estate Show. Today we're talking about top college real estate programs. Please welcome my next guest, Dr. Bill Harden. He is director of the Hollow School of Real Estate at Florida International University. Uh, Bill, thanks for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate being on. Well, thank you, sir. And uh, FIU it seems to be known around the country for, for online uh, commercial real estate training. Tell us about the real estate department there at FIU. Okay, FIU has been uh, doing graduate real estate education actually since the 70s. Mm -hmm. About 10 years ago, we restarted our master's program. We have a face-to-face -face component uh, with about 40 students. We have online with uh, another 40 students. The online uses uh, the latest technology, video streaming, uh, whatever distance technology you can think of, we use it. Uh, we also run a program in uh, Guatemala and uh, looking at programs in the Dominican Republic and Panama. Interesting. These are all at the master's level. Okay, and tell us about some of the programs and some of the classes. Well, basically what we do is we look at real estate as a, uh, as a business and economic enterprise. Uh, of course, we all think about real estate as real estate investing, but the reality is, is real estate encompasses marketing management, asset management, investments, a whole area where uh, fees are generated, where there are business operations uh, that are all centered around the ownership and control of real estate. 
So what we do is we take that concept, real estate as an economic enterprise, and encompass that idea throughout all our coursework, whether we're talking about capital markets or uh, direct investment, securitization, or simply legal contracts. So that's the main idea is to have the decision tool so that people can make decisions focused on real estate topics. Okay. And where's your campus located? Uh, we actually run our uh, master's program right on Brickell in the heart of Miami. Uh, within about a half mile of our location, there is right now under development probably two to three billion dollars worth of real estate. Nice. And then your programs are available online. It seems like you guys are a real leader there. So if someone is working uh, in a full-time job and they want to go back and, and, and get a degree or a master's in real estate, let's say, uh, what's the process? How long, long might it take? What are some of the classes they would take? Well, it's, we would run a one, we'd run a one-year program online. It's the same outcomes that we have for the face-to-face. Uh, it's fairly intensive. But the main focus, and here's what we focus on, is the primary limitation for most people is access to this type of information, this type of education, which is there are only about 20 or 30 business-oriented uh, MSRE programs in the United States, and typically you have to go somewhere, quit your job, to take those programs. Ours is geared towards the people who have the opportunity cost. Uh, that want to expand their education, but they already have a job in real estate, maybe entry level, maybe two or three years. They may want to learn more than what they do every day. So they come to our program. It's easy. You just apply, go to the website. Uh, you know, we have plenty of people that can help you get started. But the reality is that we recognize that the biggest limitation for most people is simply access that does not require going to a different city. Yeah, I love online learning. I mean, it, uh, it's so convenient. And, and what I like about it, too, is you can typically, on a lot of online learning, you can take your own pace and, and you can dive into deeper where you want to and, and move quickly on other areas. So at FIU, is there an area of expertise that FIU is, uh, is known for uh, that people might be interested in? Well, here's what, I mean, our program includes uh, – most of the analytical tools, we have Argus certification, we have the, the essential site to do business, CoStar, all the databases that most people would use so they would become familiar with, in essence, the techniques and the technology that industry uses. But I think our real key and what we try and sell is we are a real estate program that is focused on real estate. We incorporate finance, we incorporate all the other uh, areas architectural design, costing, et cetera, et cetera. But our key is that our students, when they get out, they can identify opportunities and they can work with these opportunities uh, within a real estate context. So I think what we're known for is people who understand what is doable and what is not doable and can articulate it to people who are sophisticated and require analysis. That's fantastic. And then you have a class called Advanced Real Estate Investment Valuation. Tell us a little bit about that class and what people learn and uh, uh, systems and tools. That is uh, a course focused on direct investment in real estate. Mm -hmm. We talk about real estate in a portfolio context. 
We also, of course, use the discounted cash flows, Excel, Argus, but the essential component of that higher level or that more advanced investment course is what makes one investment suit one particular investor or another. Concurrent with that is what are the real underlying assumptions that everyone's making when they make that investment? Because we all know in real estate that we're crying, we're really trying to tell a story to an investor, whether it's an institutional investor, small investor, on how they're going to make a return. And the key is, can I justify those assumptions and I can't, can I quantify the potential returns? Yeah. So that's the focus on being able to walk into somebody's office and say, this is what I think we need to do. This is how it might work. And here's the downside. Let's discuss it. Yeah, that's excellent. Uh, and you got to tell a little bit about the, the future and, and what assumptions you're using and understand them. So that's a great class. Well, stay tuned. We're going to take a short break. We'll have more information on top college real estate programs, including more from FIU. I'm Michael Bull. This is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. Does your company provide professional services to the commercial real estate industry? The Commercial Real Estate Show is an excellent way to reach your target audience. For advertising options, visit CommercialRealEstateShow.com or call 888-612-SHOW. Welcome back to the Commercial Real Estate Show. I'm Michael Bull. Thanks for being with us today. Today we're talking about the top college real estate programs in the U.S. And I have Dr. Bill Harden with us from FIU, Florida International University. And, uh, you know, I see that you serve on the editorial review board of the Appraisal Journal. What are the top three issues in your mind uh, regarding appraisals and the appraisal industry right now? Right. Uh, appraisal, as we all know, has been going through kind of a, a transition for the last 10 or 15 years, uh, driven in large part by uh, regulatory uh, changes. Uh, and I think the number one issue that's uh, out there for appraisers is how to remain uh, integral to the real estate process, given some limitations from regulation. Uh, if I go back 10 or 15, 20 years, appraisers were always looked on as essential components. And now I believe with some of the regulation, they're just looked at as uh, participants providing, uh, especially on the residential side, uh, some paperwork to close a loan. So I would argue that regulation may have not have been great for appraisers. And appraisers need to basically recognize the fact that they have a lot of value that they add to uh, real estate transactions. Uh, they also need to get in front of the fair value accounting issues and some of the other issues that are uh, out there with regard to uh, how you account for real estate on balance sheets and become leaders in that area. So I think um, a lot of opportunity, a lot of skill set. They need to get human capital into appraisal because in the finance area, finance's essence is buying in or getting a lot of the younger kids to come in there because they do similar similar type analysis but they might get paid a lot more money working at a hedge fund or private equity or even in a commercial banking setting so i think recognition that they need to get some human capital as well yeah that's a good point so what's different today in the commercial real estate appraisal field uh, that we had before the recession uh, how's it different 
Well, I think uh, it's probably more on the residential side than on the commercial side. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think as uh, all the lending institutions uh, become more uh, oriented towards compliance, they're less oriented towards using expertise. Uh, we know that compliance is supposed to be uh, related to risk reduction, but I think perhaps in the commercial real estate side, we've erred on the, on the side of, oh, we're complying with regulation, as opposed to using the, the broad breadth of intellectual capital that most commercial appraisers bring to the table which is it used to be a collaborative effort, which is everyone would work together, get information and, and, and do a really good job. And now due to some of the regulatory constraints, it's harder to work as a team. Yeah, and before we're at the end of the show here, we just have a minute, but the Miami market is kind of crazy. You're right in the middle of it. What can you tell us about it? Well, I think we're, uh, Miami's the, the, the real beneficiary of a lot of foreign capital. I like to say that Miami is actually an export market for real estate and that most of the real estate on the residential side that's purchased in Miami is purchased by people from outside the United States, outside of Florida. So in essence, it's one of the few areas in real estate where you're not very dependent on the local economy. So as Miami has become a global city, there's just simply a, a global demand for owning some type of residential property or lifestyle, political hedge, whatever reason. But, you know, we're living and benefiting from being now considered a global city. Yeah, it certainly is. And uh, you can tell when you're there, it's a, it's a great city. Well, thanks for joining us today, Bill. We appreciate it. Well, thank you, Michael. And uh, best of luck. The commercial market's looking good, so everybody should be feeling a little bit better. Yeah, we can all do the Snoopy dance now. <laughs> oh, yeah, good. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, and, and thank you for joining us on the Commercial Real Estate Show today, and be sure and join us next week. Until next week, be sure that you always lead, learn, and laugh, and join us for the Commercial Real Estate Show. The Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by Florida International University. Earn your commercial real estate master's degree in as little as 10 months. Visit FIUonline.com. And Bull Realty Commercial Brokers, a great place to do business. Visit bullrealty.com. And France Media Publications and Conferences. For exposure to the world of commercial real estate, visit francemediainc.com.